What are the odds of finding a soul sister? Welcome to Soul Sister Podcast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Rebecca. And we're your hosts and your soul sisters. So tune in for your weekly dose of soul food and sisterhood. It's health, leadership, spirituality, and basically all that we are. But most importantly, it's roughly authentic, raw, and real human as fuck. Yeah, so grab your favorite superfood latte, yoga mat, or walking shoes, and take along. Hello, beautiful family, and welcome to another episode of Soul Sister Podcast. We are so happy for you guys to tuning in with us today to have some really some verbal vibes. And uh, this is me, Rebecca's vibes that's going on to, I've been seeing these words <laughs> like rebel and rebellion everywhere. And there's just a lots of females vibing with that energy right now. And lately I came across this beautiful, beautiful soul who is a founder and CEO behind Female Rebels. And I was so moved by the way that she was able to to light up that energy, that spirit behind mm-hmm. being a rebel in the current times that we're living in because there is a time right now when we experience that, I call it a sacred uh, rebelliousness, and that is the ability to align with the force and the energy of love, but in a way that really is daring and changes the world that allows you to move into your greatness. And um, that energy is really what we need to align with right now because we need to go out of our current race and really go beyond, uh, be, go beyond our current reality to really move into current <laughs> times. So um, we're excited about today to talk with uh, with Kyla Waltz because she is the CEO and founder of Female Wapples. And Female Wapples is a movement of women gathering in radical sisterhood and activating the dreams of the future together much like the sisterhood where we come together and always connect with each other in in that way of of co-creating the future but also creating our dreams and really yeah. working together and having that connection and they're on a mission to unite with our the world. yes finding your tribe of course so finding right now tribe. she's on a mission uh to unite women around the world in authentic uh communication and connection and nourishing self-love practices and i love that connection that you have around the love the connection with yourself but also how that is going to you know create a ripple effect without within the universe within the world because this is about eventually coming into loving yourself and then creating that that effect on allowing people to to also love themselves that mirror effect and that's so beautiful so thank you so much for jumping on with us and having this conversation and we can great to dive into the topic of of female rebels and this (laughs) entire process so uh so going a little bit back in time we would love to start to to go back in the trajectory of of your journey of starting female rebels but also you know Mm. what has led you to what is the pivotal moment what is the experiences the ups and downs the adversity that led you to to actually manifesting this beautiful we'll call it an entity i like calling an entity uh that is being a rebel <laughs> today thank you so much oh i'm so moved just hearing the way you describe it and i love your language you said sacred rebelliousness and i just thought that was so beautiful so mm. thank you for that those beautiful words um Yes. Yeah. Female rebels. It was definitely something that came through, which was such a powerful experience to kind of open up and say, I'm ready to create something. And um, then kind of just receive this message. And it was just so clear. So going back before that message came through, um, I had been well, I'll go I'll go a little bit further back. So I am the oldest of seven. Um, wow. I have a beautiful, yeah, a beautiful <laughs> Irish Catholic family. Um, and yeah, we had like, like most families do just so much love, so much, uh, revelry in our house, so much just joy and excitement. And I always think of the holidays cause they were just so boisterous and, uh, beautiful and we just loved being together. And um, when I was a teenager, my parents separated and then eventually got divorced. And so we went through kind of this 
pretty intense, uh, tumultuous times as a tribe, as you said, find your tribe. And it really became so clear to me, like why we were together as a unit and me and my siblings just kind of, uh, we just became such a team and would kind of rely on each other to make it through hard times and ask each other for support and be there for one another. And as the oldest, I was always kind of just like looking out for everyone. Um, my mom ended up being uh, in the house with just the seven kids. So I very quickly took on the role of like helping everyone do their homework and helping cook dinners and doing all these things. And so I just always have been so aligned with that feeling of a tribe, like what can happen when we have each other and how much uh, further we can get and how much more we can enjoy life when we have each other. Um, so that kind of started, you know, childhood. And then fast forward, I started my journey with yoga after college. So I separated from my family unit and finally kind of gained some independence. And in that independence, I really um, started to kind of have to look at everything that we had gone through as a family and everything, uh, how it had affected me and just, just the things that we all do as humans. Like we all have our stories, we all have our experiences. And I began to really kind of heal. And uh, yoga was the first practice in my life that just taught me so much about, um, you know, looking inward and learning to really love the parts of you that don't feel uh, lovable, right? They're like, this feels difficult or this feels hard or um, I wish that hadn't have happened. And just learning to really love and accept um, what is and what was and then move forward from that. So I started doing yoga and quickly was like, I have to, you know, this has to be in my life. It just felt so aligned in a way that nothing had ever felt in my life. I was like, I want to share this. So I became a teacher and I was teaching for about, I think, four years. And something just kind of kept, this feeling kind of kept coming up for me where I was in the yoga studios and I'm connecting with my students and we're having this beautiful experience in class and you can feel everybody's moving so much energy and, and letting go of so much heaviness that they are carrying around on a day-to-day -day basis. And I kept feeling like I wanted to connect more with my students and that they wanted to connect more with each other. And so I was like, how can I create this container where we can really get to know one another um, beyond the mat, beyond doing a yoga practice right next door to each other. And then we all go home and, and nobody really gets to, to really go deep with each other. So it, I was living in Santa Barbara and such an amazing community there. I just fell so in love with so many people and I felt really passionately that I wanted to create something specifically for women because women, like, we just need each other. It, it's, it's in our DNA. It's in our hormones. It's in yes. everything that we are. Like, we need each other and we like to talk about things and we like to, you know, give each other hugs and just share what's going on. And that can move mountains for us. So, totally. I went to that. Yes, yeah, amen to that. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so I, I actually had the first breakup of my life where I was not the one that did the breaking up, which was very eye-opening. You know, everything that you kind of are afraid of that somebody would think about you kind of comes out. My analogy was, it was like if someone were to open up your closet and you have like all of your old shoes and your new shoes, but like, you're like, why do I still have these shoes? And oh my gosh, this is so embarrassing. And it just felt like that feeling of like being seen, but in the way of, you know, everything that I, inside of me that I was afraid was not lovable really came rising to the surface and I was across the country from my family and I didn't have my siblings and I didn't have my sisters with me. And 
you know, I was like, I need sisterhood. I need friends and, you know, beloved sisters that I can go deep with now. And I like, I need this. Like it was, it's like survival. Like there are times in our life when talking with our sisters can keep us going and can keep us afloat and that those times are when it's so necessary so I said if I need this then there are other people who need this and so out of that breakup kind of birthed female rebels I was like I'm gonna make this thing and we're gonna gather and we're gonna do it (laughs) for consecutive weeks at a time so we can build trust and authenticity and I started asking some of my friends I'm like would you want to do this and they were like yes you have to do it so once I had gotten the accountability it was like okay (laughs) Yeah, let's do it. They were like, you better do that. Okay. And it was like the perfect reflection that I needed. Mm -hmm. My first group had 20 women in my backyard in Santa Barbara. (laughs) (laughs) That is so good. Wow. 20. That's good. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It was, it was a very powerful affirmation, you know, cause you're like, I'm just going to do this thing. I made handmade invitations, you know, I'm like gluing them in my bed. Oh, that, <laughs> that was beautiful. I really love that, you know, that intention behind it. It just, you know, showed that ten, just that genuine invitation, just not just to people, but you actually put in the energy when behind mm-hmm. it, when you do it actually hand with it. It's so beautiful. Thank you. Yes. And, and when you're starting it, I was thinking about when you talk about that sisterhood and and that experience of of needing to come together. Um, it's something that that both me and Rebecca really thought about. You know, creating Souls of the Podcast. We didn't want mm-hmm. this just to be you know a microphone for us to express ourselves, which is it also <laughs> is is a creative microphone. It's a creative space, yeah. but it's also for us. This was looking for the people. We didn't want it to to be. Uh, exclusive we wanted to include people all around the world and we wanted to create a sisterhood a, a tribe where people really felt that it could be all that they are they could be their authentic self um so in your process i was just thinking all the things that you talk about it was it was such an amazing journey that you went through but do you have that idea around when you call it female weapons what were your intention what were your thoughts behind that and um and the way that you see that energy yeah, so I have to share because it's it's such a powerful thing. So I was thinking of, you know, the, the effect of a circle. Like there's something so powerful when we sit in circle as women. It is mm-hmm. sacred. Yes. It is ancient. It is familiar. Like there's mm-hmm. something in you that just your cells light up in a different way. And so I was like, goddess circle or... Um, you know, like all of those things, like I, I just was yeah. thinking like, what is a name that encompasses women gathering? And I was, um, I'm a huge music person. Like I love music. I've been to thousands of concerts. I've always just been like kind of an aficionado of music. <laughs> and at the time I was listening to Alt-J all the time. It was like when their first uh, amazing album came out. And they have um, a song and there's a little clip in it. It's actually Miley Cyrus. And she says, wow. Yeah. She says, I'm a female rebel. (laughs) And I was like, that's it. Like, I was like, that is it. Like, it was just the most radical, like it it, just the words female rebel awaken you. There's something Mm, about those words that just make you be like, yes. Like, I can't tell you how many women will come to me and I'll be like, yeah, my, my business. And then I say female rebels and they're like, Oh, what is that? That's really cool. Like they just (laughs) want to know based off of the name because inside of every single one of us, there is a rebel. It's just, it's that we all have that part of ourselves. And for me, the rebelliousness factor in my life has always just been following my own path and doing the things that have felt so true to me, you know, like doing my yoga teacher training and going out on a limb and like starting my own business and doing it in a way that feels authentic to who I am so that I'm not trying to mold into anything that's already there, but that it's its own creation. And to me, that is rebellion. 
It's like, mm-hmm. we are going to make something that is authentic to us, that is free, right? Like it's, it's not within any constraints. And so that was really where the word rebel came in, where it was like, I want these women to come together and feel like they're reflecting to one another that it's okay to be exactly who they are. Like be a rebel. Do you be the thing that just lights you up? Who cares if it makes sense? Who cares if it's accepted (laughs) by like everyone around you? Because I'm standing here and I'm looking at you and I'm saying, I accept you and I support you a hundred percent in going for what lights you up. So that's the rebel. (laughs) Amazing. Love it. it. Yeah. (laughs) I can imagine like you have met so many incredible people and here are so many, you know, amazing stories. And I would love to dive, you know, a little into that. So what are some of like stories you've heard or shared with people or just like come up with? Oh my gosh. Yeah. It definitely calls in like the creative and spiritual and heart centered and the most loving souls. Like mm-hmm. it's amazing because it's not, I don't know. It it doesn't call in anybody who I feel like is ever like, you don't get me. Like it's this immediate feeling of I am here to support this sisterhood. Like I'm excited to go through my own journey, but there's this huge vibration of this is about the, the group. This is about the whole. This is about the container that we create as sisters and what's possible in that space. And Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's been so many incredible women that I've met along the way and I've got to see so many of them step into, you know, dreams that they had been thinking of or envisioning or even something that they birthed inside of the container of female rebels. Mm-hmm. But one sister that just jumped out at the top of my mind, um, she's a beautiful author and her name's Marley Corzin. And she was in the midst already of writing um, this book of poetry, but she kind of continued to write it while she was doing Female Rebels. And it is, I mean, it is sacred rebelliousness. It is just the most activated, beautiful language. It's so authentic. It's so unique. And um, her book is called Heartlines. And Mm. she did like all of her own... uh, I can't think of the word right now, all of her own <laughs> drawings and yeah. obviously all of her own writing, but it's just, she self-published. And I was like, wow. I think she was 20 years old at the time when she did it. I was just like, you are such a badass. <laughs> <laughs> that is incredible. Wow. I love it. Love that yeah. idea. And I think that's like also what we experienced with Souls the podcast, but also just like what we created on social media is that we have such a beautiful tribe with so many incredible people who are doing like so many amazing things and they're like they're so badass and everybody's just like coming together and reaching out and supporting each other and it's just really shows that when you like show up for each other and show up for sisterhood there is like so much love and so much support and you can do you know whatever you want even though you're like only 20 years old or whatever mm-hmm. yeah 100 percent, and that like you're capable and there's something about I think it's so beautiful that you are twins because you've probably experienced this most of your life and I I would love to like know if this is true for you but Mm. when the women get together and they hear what the other women are experiencing or have experienced like life experiences and then their dreams and their desires and the fears that they have and what's stopping them and something kind of just unlocks in the space of, wow, like I see that she is so incredible and she's so capable and she's so powerful and she's so beautiful and she's so kind. And then it kind of, there's this moment and I I feel like it happens like midway, usually through the group, there's Mm -hmm. some magic to this where they'll go, oh my God, if she's that, then I'm that. Like, if she is capable, then I'm capable. If she's powerful, then I'm powerful. Like, you begin to see that reflection, and then it kind of just makes you feel like, oh my gosh, like, I can do it. What was I, you know? There's no longer hesitation. It's just this feeling of, like, unstoppable drive. (laughs) Yes. 
totally i it was like when you when you all that you speak into is like something that we deeply resonate with because i think also for our listeners and and for what we experience as both as twin sisters but the process that happens when we come together is is from an you know also from a neuroscience perspective the way that we uh activate the mirror neurons within our brain also the way that we mirror each other and that that possibility that is within you that you've seen someone Mm -hmm. else that you know that mirrors right back to you so all that you see in that other person all the potential that you see in the other person's actually at the potential within yourself it's just being activated through that other person acting as an expander and it's something i think that we experience um more and more than when we come together and when we have those experiences and when we meet also in, in these diverse spaces and i think most of like i think the most important thing as well as what you talk about and for us as this rebel energy um that's why i call it soul rebels it, it's a book i'm writing right now so that was why i was, I was like this, this sacred rebellion there's all of this that come from it's just the way that my language works uh and the way that uh, the energy behind the language but what we talk all about is that permissioning that permissioning to be your whole self, to be true to yourself mm-hmm. and to to really move into your greatness because it's about, I call it uh, soul rebels, that is like being a badass with a higher consciousness or being uh, having a human with a second rebelliousness or someone who is just following their soul, their heart, the universe, the force of love, whatever it is that we call it, just relentlessly, you know, just radically that aligning with that force of love because that is what moves us beyond ourselves, right? Um, and I love what you said about, you know, allowing people to move into their truth, to live a life true to themselves, because we know that, you know, the book about the um, the five most regrets of the dying, you know, the number one regret is actually that people regret not living a life true to themselves and instead living a life true to what others expected of them. Um, and it's, it's just about time where we really come back to that. And I think I really would like to know if you, you know, in your work with uh, with this group, how do you help women activate that truth or realign and come back to the truth and um, and be more whole within themselves? Mm, beautiful question. Uh, I have to circle back because I love what you said about permissioning. Mm. I think that's a really mm. beautiful word. And I love your book title, obviously. I, mean, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, when I found you, I was like... Guys, I love what she's doing. I'm like, I want to make a podcast with you. Yes, yeah. I love it. Well, the rebel, the yes. anyone rebel brand. Just yes. Like, have Have you seen uh, Have you seen there's a, a new poetry book called uh, Rebellion by someone uh, called Brooke Solis? You should look her up. Like her, just her entire way of speaking about rebellion and women and creatives is just like it's so liberating. Mm. anyone listening tuning in you should look her up she's a total badass and just a beautiful soul yeah, i will 100 yes. percent look that up so uh kind of just going off of that word that you used because it it really just uh, i felt the power in it and i i love the word permission i think that it is such a powerful thing when we give ourselves permission you know, give yourself permission to rise, give yourself permission to be who you are, give yourself permission to get back up, give yourself permission to feel what you're feeling. Like that is such a ticket into mm-hmm. who you are, like who you're, I always call it your, your soul essence, like who you are at your core, who you are um, without, you know, the roles, like I'm a mom. So I always think about like how we have all of these roles. Like I'm a mom and I'm a daughter and I'm a sister and I'm a partner and um, I'm a business owner and I'm a yoga teacher. And like, those are all roles, but beneath Mm. that there is the essence of who you are. And to me within that essence, within that truth of who you are, that is where like we get the things a lot of the, the common language used right now is your purpose but i really feel like it is your essence like that's where we get our purpose from is who i'm meant to be how i am meant to show up in this world just by being who i am and sharing that in every single way in my motherhood in my relationship 
in my business and, and so forth. So I'm all about like, how do we get back to that essence? And a lot of the time, you know, I learned this on my own journey. There's a lot of debris in the way. There's the roles, there's the stories, there's life experiences, there's the current um, reality that you might be living in. And all of that is real. Like it's real. Like I am a mom. That's real. And you know, these things did happen in my life. That's real. And also beneath all of that is still like, I just am envisioning like a little gem. There's still your essence and, and it is, it is unchanging and it is always there waiting for you. Like, Oh, like whenever you do something that brings you back to your essence, you're just like, there she is. Um, So the modalities that I love and that have resonated with me are yoga, you know, get into your body, move your body, open up the channels in your body so that you can just be with yourself. Um, Meditation, which I say is, is listening, you know, meditation is, is listening to God. It's listening to the universe. It's listening to spirit. Um, I, I love, uh, one of my favorite things in the last few years has been card readings. I started to kind of connect more to um, the angels and the guides and just receive messages. And it took a while for me to kind of get out of the dialogue that goes off in your mind and is like, is that really real? Is that, you know, da, da, da. But after a couple of years, I like get the same card three times in a row. I'm like, okay, like I'm listening, you know, like really listening to the messages mm-hmm. that are available to you to guide you back home, guide you back to yourself and guide you to where you know you want to go already, but maybe you're stuck in a story or you're stuck in the past or you're, you know, stuck in some circumstance that's happening. So um, card readings, I because of my like deep love for music mantra has always just been such a a gateway for me. Like the minute I sing a mantra, I feel like I'm like, okay, ding, like I'm on, I'm everything's on board and I'm dialed in and it's a quick way. Like you can do, you know, three minutes. A lot of the songs that the mantra songs or kirtan music that I love are like somewhere around 12 minutes. And it's so fun because you're singing, you know, you're not what is, like, what is your current one? We love to hear that. <laughs> what is my current one? Yeah. What is one you're listening to at the moment? You're current well, one. I will tell you because this morning I, it was like the cutest moment ever. My daughter is two. Wow. And <laughs> so cute. <laughs> yeah, she's really precious. And we were taking a shower. I mean, you know, we, this like every day we take our shower together. And this different kind of essence comes out when she's in the shower. She gets like real calm. And because mm-hmm. she's like, I'm not, you know, I'm in this safe space. And then there's also the way the sound is in the shower. So she typically sings and I had on music and one of the mantras that I found that I really love because it's for children is it's uh, the singer is Snotam Kaur and the song is, I am happy. I am good. I am happy. I am good. Satanam, Satanam, Satanam ji. Wahe guru, wahe guru, wahe guru ji. And she, she, sang, she sang the whole thing. Like I was oh, like, wow. I was like, you know it. Cause we've yeah. been, I've, I've had it on my playlist for a while and just we'll, we'll be listening to music and we'll pop on. And it's hilarious. Cause it's like amidst all different kinds of music. I have indie music and I have house music and then I have this <laughs> beautiful mantra that pops in, but it's such a shift in how you feel. And you can just hear this little two-year-old spirit is just like, I am happy. I'm good. You know, like it's so pure and there's like not a care in the world. And she even sang like the Wahe Guru part. So cute. Like, Wahe Guru, Wahe Guru. I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh, I'm so happy. <laughs> I just read it out. So amazing. <laughs> yeah. So that's one of my favorites, which Wahe Guru is such a powerful, you know, shift change. It's like ecstatic yeah. celebration of my transformation. Like, Heck yes. Is that not what we are all doing? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Love it. <laughs> I 
And it's such a beautiful thing the way that you use mantra. We use both me and Rebecca have been uh, been doing Kundalini yoga yeah. for a couple of years now, and it's it's the way that the the things for me personally, I I'm expressing myself. The creative way that I express myself is is really through words, through sound currency, but also understanding the energetics behind both the word itself, but also how it's is is expressed like through pronunciation, through music, through singing, and that that way of, of tapping into to the frequency behind you that also is a catalyst or an activation of of your truth. And I think sometimes we you know in the world where things moving so far as we forget that some of the most simple tools that we have like coming together in a sisterhood or the a simple mantra or something like you know with our meditation practice that we have um just sitting with yourself holding space for yourself or just that permissioning is so damn powerful but we we forget it because we live in a world that's filled with so many complexities and so many layers and so many uh constraints that we always have to sort of navigate um and it's it's really remembering that simplicity within our life and and reconnecting with that because that is really how we reopen ourselves up to literally like a reality that we can't even begin to dream of as possible for us a hundred percent i love that you said that about language because that's been kind of my fascination as of late with some of the transforma transformational work i've been going through in my own practice and on my own journey and just really recognizing like you know the words that we say the way that we say things the way that we put a sentence together and the effect that that can have on our entire being and on our entire life and just how powerful it is to invite people into what we are creating invite people into um, you know just like this is the possibility I want to share with you and you know I would love to invite you into that like standing with me in that and and being a part of that journey with me and it's it is it's been just like kind of groundbreaking for me because I feel like I already do that so much, but I've been doing it like with my family, with my siblings, with my mom and my dad, with my partner, with my brother-in-law, like everybody. I'm like, okay, I want you all to get on board with this so that whenever I am in conversation with those that I love, they know where I'm at and they know what, like what I'm working towards, which is really powerful because a lot of the time, we want things that feel far away from where we are. Like that is a natural human desire. Like we want to, you know, uh, start a business and we're just in the idea phase or we just start our business and we want to make, you know, six figures next year. And like we have these huge, big dreams that we're always kind of calling into our life. And I think a lot of the time we need, I mean, not a lot of the time, all of the time we need the people around us to be on board with us and that was the the last piece with female rebels is, and it's like the biggest piece is the sisterhood and it's we do writing because i think it's so powerful to kind of get your thoughts out and then i'm like okay read what you wrote and i'm like i want you to just read the paper you know and it's the 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 look on the women's faces when they're you know the first session they're like <gasps> Oh my gosh, you want me to read what I'm like, <laughs> clear it, you know, like clear the deck, let's get it out. And then like, let us hold space for all of the possibility that we know that you like, we already know you got this, but we are going to reflect that to you. And the power in that is so amazing. And it's all language, right? Like it's all just our words and we're saying, okay, now yes. here's how I'm going to create it. So I feel equally as passionate about language and just love that you said that <laughs> cool <laughs> amazing but also i think it's a lot about you know people opening up it's about taking that first step and having that sort of courage because we all know this from ourselves really it's just like when we take that first step and really just like dive deep into something that can feel so scary like sharing your sacred words your sacred language um it's both such a powerful uh, expression, but it's also like really stepping into like another level of yourself, really just showing up for 
like the one that's really inside of you like you really just finding your uh, yeah finding yourself and finding your core as you were talking about earlier and and when you have this sort of sisterhood there's like no boundaries we can go full on and there's nothing that is not okay to say and, mm-hmm. and I think that's what we also like forget in the beginning when we sit there and we're like oh can I say this or can I can I have written this when you ask them and they're like yes you can you can do this and i and i think that's what is so beautiful about sister today is there's no boundaries it's like it's limitless and mm. and we can just feel free to be whoever we want to be and share whatever we want to share yes yeah i love the the movement that's happening with women just it like watching like to me every time i see somebody who's gathering women in sisterhood i'm just like yes like i just feel like i'm like <laughs> vibrating it's like we need it happening as much as possible with as many women as possible because it's going to be, I truly believe it is the tipping point. And it's just like, keep going. Like we need millions and millions of women to be doing this all over the world and in, in all the ways that are authentic to them and like sharing it and bringing women together and having beautiful conversations and lighting each other up and then going back into our families and I, like it moves me so much our families <laughs> and our communities you know and sharing that vibration of what we feel with our sisters with our partners and our children and our coworkers that ripple effect is just like whoa like you can't even you know we don't have a tangible metric on that but i cannot wait for the day that we do they're like oh i see how powerful and necessary it is for women to come together and have time mm. together on a regular basis. Yes. Oh my yes. gosh, it's so true. It's like us <laughs> for well, as well, we're thinking like this is the rate of movement. Also, we talk about speaking about this movement that's happening right now. I think it's is also you know it is really different from from back in the days when we like we went to the streets. We see like Fridays for Future right, Fridays for Future right now, but it's it's like there is women's circles that we have right now is, is that's a different energy that's happening is like an entire new generation of of moving people because we know right now how powerful energy actually is we don't need anymore to sort of be that noisy that that really outgoing that outrageous way of 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 tapping into you know expressing ourselves we recognize that within that circle within holding space for each other that is really where we the true magic is that's where the true power <laughs> is right and i was like the way that we begin to to sort of tap into that energy it's it's so beautiful watching people like waking up to that truth all around the world is like like you says like literally like tearing up but also in the way you just get so high because every time there's experience every time you facilitate a circle you're like you just get in complete awe of how people are able to move each other and and really just see each other and give us all give each other permission and uh, that's yeah. just so, so beautiful uh before i think i wanted to dive into a little bit something different because the way that you do uh with your business right now and with female rebels is um it's such a beautiful way with with you know working with the creative way of being a creative in this world and i think a lot for like especially us females but it's it's not you know (laughs) exclusive to us females but also for for young ones and for young females you know that way of thinking that you can't have a career a thriving career and thriving yourself uh with a business as a creative and i think you're a really beautiful example of how you can create something completely from your heart and completely just you know, trusting your instinct, trusting the process with the universe and just letting the creative force sort of guide you uh, the way. So can you speak a little bit about how your experience with, with being sort of a creative, soulful entrepreneur and, and how people can can sort of become that or or tap into that? Is that if that's something that they want? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, that just lights me up so much. Thank you for that. Like such beautiful reflection because I, at the inception of making my business, that wasn't one of my goals was not like, okay, I want to be an inspiration to young women that they can create whatever they want to create. But over time, it has definitely become something that feels very true for me that I want everyone 
to know that they are capable of creating whatever they put their mind to. And that is my, you know, message with my daughter all the time. Like, whatever you want to do, you got this, you know, like, and, and we're in such a powerful time that we have everything at our fingertips. Like right now we're talking, you know, on, on a podcast and it can be heard by an unlimited amount of people and podcasts are at no charge to people. I mean, that's kind of like, that is wild that like, mm-hmm. and, and that's exploded in the last few years. And then you have all these different kinds of business models that are possible because of the technology boom that we're living in as, you know, a younger generation. So I've just been so inspired by like the youth and what they're creating and how quickly they're adapting to all those things. So I think the biggest thing, the message that kind of came through for me as you were asking that question is take action. And it is so necessary to, to just like get going. Um, I think of like, I am, by no stretch an an artist, but when I do like, I do drawing sometimes I used to draw for the full moon and I, our mind remembers drawings 75% more than writing. So our mind will remember the visuals really well. And I was like, okay, what am I calling into my life? And then I would doodle it. I'm like, it was stick figures. Okay. So this is like not anything crazy, but it was like, okay, like I want to create this. And I would, and I would draw a little something and I'd be like, oh my gosh, this is like embarrassing. It just looks like a three-year-old's drawing. And then I would keep going, you know, like you just kind of keep moving and keep creating and keep taking action. And by the end of the drawing, I was like, this is adorable. You know, like, this is so cute. Look what I just created. And even though I'm not somebody that would call myself like a talented artist, this is art. It's beautiful. And Mm -hmm. it's from my heart and my soul. And I think that is like a perfect analogy for anything you want to create. Like, you know, Female Rebels started as just an idea in my mind. And for me, the first action step, which I think is a really powerful action step is just (laughs) the term would be market research, but (laughs) I did not call it (laughs) at the time. But I was like, do you even want this? Like, would my friends even be interested in this? So if you have this idea and you want to create something like, you know, ask your inner circle, like, is this of interest to you? And then ask a few people who aren't in your inner circle, is this of interest to you? And kind of get that feedback. And if you get a lot of yes, um, heck yeah, like you're on the right track and that's just going to push you into the next step of action. But if you get a lot of people are like, well, I don't know, you're going to get so much valuable information because they're probably going to say yes and or yes, but like mm-hmm. they're usually not going to be like, eh, that idea is not that great. But, you know, and if they do keep moving, like there, <laughs> there's plenty of people and there are so many amazing souls that are craving what you're craving always like we are connected we are aligned we are meant to create for each other and I think it's just like taking those action steps and sometimes it might feel like a really big action step like I think for a lot of people we go immediately into the like oh my gosh I have to make a website like can be kind of an overwhelming thing for a lot of people because most of us are not web developers so but it's like there's technology now where it's easy to build your own website like that didn't exist a few years ago like we are just it's just like boom one of my best friends came and stayed with me when I was living in Atlanta right after I had my daughter and she's amazing she has this freaking awesome clothing line that's like uh, fashion for people who love life and it's like really cool like festival type clothes Um, amazing yeah it's called Love Chaos with a K. And <laughs> oh, nice. I love that. She's such a, yeah. like, she's such a doer. Like, she's like, take action. If it didn't work, change it, move, do, do, do. And I, mm-hmm. you know, was in the, like, I have a brand new baby phase. I was kind of, like, struggling. I struggled after I had my baby with postpartum depression, which is so common. And she, she came to my house, mm-hmm. and I felt like somebody just lit 
the entire floor on fire. Like it was just like, okay. She was wow. like, what do you want to do? I was like, well, I really want to get my website up because I want people to be able to sign up for female rebels through my website. And I eventually want to take it online. And at the time I was still doing in person and like printing invitations and it was very like organic, you know, but if you want to grow your business, you got to keep taking the steps, the actions change. You got to keep moving, like be afraid to keep going. And she was like, okay, let's build your website. I'm like, what do you mean? Like today? And she was like, yeah. She's like, we can get this done in a day. So she was just like such a catalyst for me to do something. So there are people who can help you ask for help. And that is something that a lot of people are like, oh no, no, I don't ask for help. You got to ask for help. If you want to build your business, you're going to need other people. So open yourself up to, I am worthy of receiving this love. I am worthy of receiving this help. You know, I am enough and I got this and keep mm-hmm. coming back to those words. Cause there's going to be a lot of moments where you're like, okay, that didn't work. I've done lots of things. I've promoted groups that, you know, didn't take off. And I was like, okay, we're not going to run that group. And I've promoted retreats that didn't take off. And you just learn, you're like, this is not a reflection of, if, of my value. This is just simply, it didn't work. And I'm not going to swallow this as something that it, oh, I did, you know, it, if I would have done this better or did it, I like learn what you can be very willing to just like learn. And then the word in the tech community is pivot, pivot. Yeah. All right. That didn't really <laughs> work. And I want to do it again and, and change it up and, and not get hung up. And like, it didn't work. Successful people have failed a lot. And that is one of my favorite things to remind myself of. I'm like, I want to be extremely successful. I want to share female rebels around the world with millions of women. And I need to be willing to have failures because that's yeah. how I'm going to get there. <laughs> so <laughs> <Exactly>. action. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Love it. And I was going to ask, is, we're up to, you know, wrap up this podcast, but I just wanted to ask if you have like one um, advice for somebody who's out there who's perhaps feeling just a little bit scared and a little bit, you know, wealthy about going out there and really showing that word. What would that advice be? Yes. Um, I want you to give yourself permission to dream and to envision the life that you know is possible for yourself, for your family, for your business, for this world. And I want you to sit in that possibility for just a moment and take a couple deep breaths and really feel that feeling of what is possible, the vision. Incredible. That was so powerful. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. So, uh, so if you're ready, we just have a really quick rapid fire one that we always take our, our guests through just to close up and to just get a beautiful intention of, of like, as you said, cloaking the circle, always start up by opening a circle or cloaking the circle. So, um, so I would like to hear first, do you have a favorite book or a book that has moved you? Mm. My favorite book is um, called The Gift, and it's by Hafiz, Hafez, Hafiz. It's a book of poetry, and it is, um, I, I carry it with me like everywhere. It's one of my favorite things to read in my classes and in my female rebel sessions. I'm just like, hmm. It's amazing. If you if you have not checked out that book, check it out. The Gift by Hafiz. Mm, so good, so cool. And uh, if our listeners want to reach out to you and learn more about uh, female rebels or what you do or work with you, how can they do that? Yes. So my website is femalerebels.com and I'm currently enrolling. I don't know when this podcast will go live, but enrolling uh my upcoming program illuminate we start on december the 5th and you can also connect with me on instagram at female underscore rebels and then my personal page is at kyla walsh yoga and that's c-h-y-l-a walsh yoga <laughs> perfect <laughs> love it love that and we will also uh have them yeah. in the notes so people can uh, click on that and uh, <laughs> that's also easier um so uh so 
what we all about in in souls of podcast as well is is that way of allowing yourself as you said dream big but allowing yourself because i think we all want to some extent want to impact the world so what is your best advice for people who wants to make a difference your force of good in the world hmm. you know i have to stick with the take action mm. yeah it's so good so true yeah and always I, come back to that mm. there's always something yeah there's always a little step yeah there's always an action there's a small step that you can take so uh the last one um that's coming back to the language again because I think you always said that you have the mantra that you have right now, but is there a mantra or an affirmation or just a quote that, or it could be a word as well, that just speaks to you that you currently or throughout your life has been one of your favorites? Mm. You know, I was, I was like, what? I, w- I wanted to just let it come through and I was kind of surprised the one that came through. So my whole life, Um, when I've been in the hardest of hard times, I, it's like the background soundtrack in my mind, everything will be okay. Everything will be okay. Everything will be okay. And that has gotten me through the darkest times of my life. Mm, beautiful. Thank you so much for saying that and for yeah being who you are and for sharing your amazing knowledge with us and your journey or mm. having your here and, and we love that yeah affiliates energy and and we hope that you guys that have listened uh have felt feel that inspired feel inspired <laughs> to move on your journey yeah. because we are here to really just give yourself the permission to be you and to be all that you are and let that evolve and mm. allow yourself to move into your greatness and just allow yourself to be in this to world, shine, to shine mm-hmm. and to just marvel of what life is possible and what is possible for you and what you can do. So mm-hmm. thank you so much for listening and for tuning in with us. Yeah. Thank you so much, Sarah and Rebecca, soul sisters. I appreciate you so much. Oh, you're so pleased with you too. <laughs> Bye.